Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. Yeah, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. He is. He totally is. Good morning, Big Nicks. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Doc. And uh, happy 100th episode. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah! We got some, like, cool music or something? Some kind of celebratory... We, we have nothing ready for this. It's the 100th episode. It's a well, big actually, deal. No, no. Saying we have nothing ready uh-huh. implies I tried and did not finish. I did not start. You made zero effort. I made zero effort. That's okay. But I, I do want to point out, in terms of effort, it's not just that we've managed to make 100 episodes... We made a hundred episodes with no gaps. We did this every week. It's been a hundred weeks exactly. We've done holidays. Okay. We've yeah. done stupid holidays. Remember the first Thanksgiving special with the puppets? Mm-hmm. The one that you feel like I don't really have to listen to this one ever uh, again? I don't know. That one's got a lot of downloads, actually. People are... It, it's continuing to get downloads. People are going back to hear the awesome crossover with Tim Pawlenty, Dr. Soxenberg, and Globy. You people in that fucking sock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's, I, I truly don't understand. You know what? Fine. You know, it's part of it's part of the legacy, though. And the great thing about 100 episodes is we're we're set for syndication now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. And you know what? 100 episodes. We're doing new content today that yeah. gets us syndication. We're not doing some bullshit clip show. No. Because a clip show. When when your uh, production is as small as ours, when it's really just one guy editing and two people talking... It's actually more work. It's actually a lot harder to do a clip show than it is to do a new show. Yeah, like on like Growing Pains or Full House, they do a clip show every fucking season for like no reason. Yeah. And like that means you don't have to pay the actors as much, you just have a couple editing guys. Yeah. And maybe you have Bob Saget do a, remember the time we buh buh buh. Yeah. They did that shit a lot on Family Ties, all the old sitcoms. Yeah. And that would still count as part of their episode count. Yeah. So they were, like, being sneaky about hitting their 100. Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, good news. We're going to get 100 episodes, but we only have to make 96. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes, man. Yeah, lazy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're but... not doing a clip show. We're not doing a greatest hits. We're not going to Paris. We're not going to Disney World because Disney owns our network. None of that shit. <laughs> no. We are we earn syndication the real way. Now, a lot of you out there are probably thinking syndication's a TV thing. This is a podcast. That did cross my mind, but I assume you have a plan because it's it's so stupid that if you didn't have a plan and you said it, no, that I, would be insane. I've absolutely got a plan. I'm not expecting you know TV land to just like black out the screen or put up a picture of a puppy while they play us for 40 minutes. Well, you know, I, I do like puppy. You, that, go, go for it. It'd be fun, it. but it would be weird. Yeah, yeah. Although, if we ever want to make a YouTube visual version of this show, yeah. I think we just film puppies and play the audio. Uh, I, I think people might tune in for that. People do love puppies. Yeah. It and, might, and, you know, might it's ruin like, the puppies, actually. No, screw it. You know, <laughs> puppies plus dick jokes equals profit. That's a good time had by all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's no missing step two there. This is not an underpants known problem. This is puppies, dick jokes, profit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, prior to that, or maybe after that, Terrestrial Radio used to be the biggest thing going in entertainment. Uh, yeah. Before TV. And and it's not just that, you know, video killed the radio star. It's that radio overall has just plummeted to garbage status. Because yeah. it's like three things, right? It's like NPR and its conservative equivalent. And only one of those actually makes money. 
Right. Yeah. And it's uh, uh, you know your your top forty pop hit radio station. Yeah. It's it's the same playlist all over the country. Yeah. And then religious shit. Exactly. People are only going with the sure bet. Yeah. Stuff that's definitely going to turn a profit, or stuff that's getting you know government money or gullible donor money. Right. And that shit gets less profitable every year. All the like good new acts or like the big mainstays go to satellite radio. Yeah. Right, your Stearns and so forth. Exactly. I mean, Howard Stern has a whole channel where if you've ever met him, you pretty much get four hours a week on there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so, like, the radio waves are just part of the electromagnetic spectrum. They're going to be there whether or not radio stations can turn a profit. That's true. So sooner or later, someone's going to do like a Nick at Night, TV Land style kind of thing. Remember when cable was fresh and it was like there was so much syndication, like the USA Network and TBS and all those assholes? I watched so much Brady Bunch, uh, so much old Scooby-Doo. Yeah, dude. Remember the fucking uh, the, the Flintstone kids where it's like, what if Fred and Wilma had all been friends when they were eight? I do remember that. It was kind of messed up. And But then like there was also an alternate version of it where it was like what if Fred and Wilma were grown up but then Pebbles and Bam Bam were teenagers and they were hippies yeah that one actually predates the Flintstone Kids one it's yeah, weird it's yeah. like- <laughs> and then Captain Caveman wasn't a TV show he was like all a, their neighbor or something yeah and it's like wait but he's not a caveman he's, he's a different kind of- his friend Flintstone's a caveman he's a different kind of caveman yeah you're giving us two conflicting reports of what a caveman might be they really do yeah you're the fact that either of them are capable of participating in the Laugh Olympics raises further questions. That's a very good point. <laughs> but okay, uh, sooner or later, someone is going to make a, a, a Nick at Night style radio station. Where okay. instead of producing original content or, or playing new music, audio content that already exists. They're going to buy the cheapest shit they can find yeah. from people who are just grateful to have the hundred bucks. Absolutely. I.e. us. Absolutely. Millions of hours of fresh original audio content are being you know generated on the internet yeah. in the form of podcasts. Would anyone remember what the fuck Dobie Gillis was without Nick at Night? Hell no. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be some weird thing that this one asshole in the retirement home talks about and no one knows why <laughs> and it turns out he was Dobie Gillis. Yeah, it's like why, why does every old person I meet keep saying that every everyone I date looks like Zelda Gilroy? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, it's true, but um, okay, but it's a Dobie Gillis reference and it took me a long time to learn that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it, yeah. See, I think I think this is. It might take tw- ten or twenty years. Yeah. But there's got to be a threshold, right? It's not all going to be you know reruns of Marin. And yeah. here's why I think we have a leg up. Okay. Not just that you can buy us dirt cheap. I think that's a pretty big leg up. But go on. It is. But a, a lot of podcasts focus on like current events. You know, reviews of the newest movie or the newest video game or talking about politics. Yeah. This show, basically, any bullshit is fair game. Yeah, I mean, like, the the reason a lot of podcasts would not necessarily work in forever perpetual syndication yeah. is the reason that there's never been a full-season DVD release of any of The Daily Show. Yeah. Because, you know, oh, man, I, I am just in the mood to hear some fucking Howard Dean jokes today. Right, that's no, exactly no, it. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. I totally was at the time. Oh, yeah, in 2004, that affected my life because yeah. I was looking forward to voting for him and I got John Kerry yeah (laughs) but our jokes about beans are pretty much going to be as good as they ever were yeah beans 
I mean, unless there's some kind of bean shortage, like aliens come down and they need to wipe out the bean crop for some reason, <laughs> which seems like a pretty weird priority. You know? Yeah. And, and I feel like they'd probably just kill us directly. But uh, Sure. Yeah. But, like, you know, beans are never going to be at the forefront. No. But they're never not going to be at least a little relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So That's true. You know, I, I recognize a lot of the names of the people somebody like Mark Maron talks to. Right. In 50 years. Who knows which of those people are going to be remembered? Yeah, that, at that point, like, every oh, which, episode... Which of those people are going to primarily be known as murderers? That's a fair <laughs> point, know? man. Yeah, I would love to hear Marin's interview with OJ in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a thing, but no, it would it didn't be cool. Happen, but it would have been neat. Yeah, but most of them, like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, Anthony Jeselnik is getting a TV show on Comedy Central soon. Yeah. And so it's like, right now, if he's been on Marin, which I don't know, Probably. that's topical. Yeah. 50 years, what are the odds he's going to be the next Seinfeld? Yeah. Low. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so, so no, I think there is a market for some kind of Nick at Night situation. It's not like satellite radio, you know... Is like, oh, we can only have these stations. No, cable just keeps getting more. Yeah. I can I can punch in uh, four-digit channel numbers on that thing now. And there's no way we're less relevant in 20 years yeah. than the Dick Van Dyke show was relevant in the late 80s. Yeah. It's like, it was entertaining, yeah. but it was anachronistic as fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, it's like, oh my god, Mary Tyler Moore in, in pants? and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, good for her. I, I love Mary Tyler Moore. And she looks good in pants. Absolutely she does. <laughs> And, uh, but it's not about that. Yeah. It's about, yeah, the people of the 80s, like, you know, people don't trip over Ottomans anymore. We, we got over it. Right. Yeah. I think the wider point is, this isn't just a couple of assholes mouthing off. This is our nest egg. In fact, if this happens, uh-huh. this episode right now where we're be- where we're going on about this... Immensely prophetic. Exactly. Suddenly, we're the Arthur C. Clarke of podcast indication. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is where we hit the big time. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? I think we should roll a topic. Let's roll a topic. Gone on for a while. That's that's what we do. We talk topics. Okay, that is a twenty-six. Twenty-six. What is topic twenty-six, Johnny? Oh, geez, it's a big one. Oh, hey. Oh, okay. This is okay. all right. Let's choose your own adventure to pick a topic from. Nicholas in Philadelphia, turn to page 18. Uh. To pick a topic by Trevor from Sultan, Washington, turn to page 114. Interesting. To pick a topic by Jay in Philadelphia, turn to page 87. Uh. <laughs> to pick a topic from Ashley in Pittsburgh, turn to page 22. What? To choose another topic by a different contributor, turn to page 3. Wow. Submitted by Jay. Thank you, Jay of JV Mail. At jvmail.com. Now, okay. Where are these pages? Now, here's... I, I want to say, first of all, you know, kudos on this being, like, you know, a super fan topic. Because he's clearly listened to all the shows to the point where he knows yeah. the people who send topics yes. by name. Yes. That being said... <laughs> we do not organize our topics this way. Is that There's no monster manual. Like, what are, what are the pages? Yeah. And and even if we had enough topics to fill a bare minimum of 114 pages, yeah. Even if we had that many topics, who's to say that upon arriving at page 114, any of the Trevor topics would be there? Yeah, this is a text file on your laptop. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but okay, uh, let's let's try to narrow this down a little. Forget about the pages for the moment. Okay, okay. 
Um, I think it's just saying we have license to pick topics from any of these people. Right. Well, we're, we used up our last Trevor topic in the, uh, the big end of the year wrap up. Remember we did a few Trevors there? And then we did our, if I'm not mistaken, we did our last Ashley from Pittsburgh topic last week. You know what? I don't think that matters. Okay. Because we have the option of choosing a topic by a different contributor. And you know what? You know what? What? That could mean anything, okay? I could contribute a topic right now. Because well, that is true freedom right there, okay? That's, that's a good point. Because it says choose your own adventure, but then it just says pick topics. Yeah. And that's not true choice. Yeah. Like and, a, a choose your own adventure book where it's like go to this page, go to that page, whatever. Yeah. That is, uh, and, you know, you, you, you've got a finite number of events that you can possibly get into based on how long the book is, how many pages there are, how gruesomely they can kill you in how many different ways. It's like one of those text adventure games where you're supposed to, like, you know, state what you want to do, but really there's only a handful of commands that the program will accept. Yeah, it's like there's nothing in the room except the stuff that you can interact with, and most of that stuff you can't actually do anything to. Yeah, those books never represented true freedom. Yeah. It was the illusion of freedom and a very minimal set of choices. But something like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. Wherein you've got a real human, a real, you know, conscious being with agency and stuff controlling the game. Absolutely. You know, it, that has a leg up on something like a choose-your-own-adventure book or a video game. Mm-hmm. Because it can react the way a real human would react and not the way a program hopes, you know, somebody hopes a program will you react. You really can choose your own adventure in D&D. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, if everyone meets up in a tavern yeah. and the, the dungeon master's like, oh, the innkeeper comes up to you and says... Oh, I I think I have a mission for you, you young adventurers. Uh-huh. Some asshole in your group is going to be like, I kill him. Yeah. I roll to kill him. Absolutely. You know? and, uh, and then you steal his gold and you burn down the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just has <laughs> a swath of destruction across the countryside getting sweet loot. Yeah. And then and then finally he, he gets pissed off, the dungeon master gets pissed off, and just sends out something huge to kill you all because you ruined his game. That's a fun night. That is. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. I think, I mean, anything can be an adventure. Yeah. If we're choosing an adventure. I mean, you can have, like, adventures, you know, at home. Just whatever. Like, did did you do anything adventurous this week? To be fair, the closest thing I've had to an adventure lately Uh is I made my own coconut milk. Oh. Well, where'd you get a coconut? Oh, oh, no, no. The, The stuff inside the coconut is coconut juice. Uh-huh. Coconut milk. Remember a few weeks ago we were talking about soy milk and almond milk and how it's actually like almond punch? Uh, yes. Coconut milk is like coconut punch. You get like the dried coconut and you you crush it up in water and the oils and the juices and stuff come out and kind of infuse the water. Like the flakes in a bag, like in an like a, uh, almond joy? Uh, yeah, except unsweetened. Okay. And then you, you strain out the, the broken up pulverized flakes so you just have the liquid left. So it's, okay, coconut punch, not coconut water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, uh... Huh. Yeah, I used it to make rice. It was actually (laughs) very good. Okay. Was it... What's what's coconut punch taste like? It tastes like coconut. Does it taste like like a pina colada kind of thing? Uh, no. It has no rum. It has no pineapple. Pineapple is probably the big one in, like, a virgin colada. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's... And and I guess in, in a virgin colada, you've got the pineapple, so that's sweet. This wasn't sweet. Oh, because so, this was uh, had no sugar. So. Oh, see, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Oh, come on! <laughs> hack, hack, hack! I do both of those things. No, okay. No, are we gonna? <laughs> no, no. It's it. Uh, to be fair, I don't like everything that comes after that. Okay, okay I was about to say because I mean, like, okay. Well, actually, to be fair, yeah, I am not into yoga. 
All right. You know, I don't want a partner who is stupid. I want someone with at least half a brain. Hopefully more, but, you know, you say it in that self-deprecating way to sort of make it look, look like maybe my brain's not so great, but, you know, as long as you kind of can keep up. You're not a complete dullard, but you're not a genius because yeah. he doesn't want to feel threatened. Exactly. Okay, right. Well, I, I frankly am over that at this point in my life. So. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't. Um the dunes on the cape thing gets me. Do you like making love at midnight in the dunes of a cape? I don't like... I, I'm not going to say I don't like having sex outdoors at all. Just because uh-huh. I haven't done it enough to really get a good sample. I mean, there's a lot of ways outdoors can go. Yeah. You know. Like, I, I mean, like, frankly, the closest I've ever come is, you know, a handy in the car. You know? And, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, I mean, in the dunes, that means sand. Sand and salt and seagulls, okay? Right. So I mean, just, by the same that's token. That's all things you don't want in your butthole. No, or yeah. any of your holes. No, no. Not at all. Like, I mean, I could, like, I, by the same token, I wouldn't want to make love on a bus stop in Brooklyn. Hell at, no. No matter what the weather. But if it was, like, a secluded tropical, like, uh,. Like a, like a Blue Lagoon kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just me and Brooke Shields in a, in a freshwater pond. Yeah. That sounds nice. I'd, so. I'd want to lay down some towels, but... Well, no, I think they were in the water. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. that water's probably filthy, but... Uh, freshwater spring, like... Uh, oh, um, yeah, like bubbling up from beneath the earth, and it's all got minerals and vitamins and shit. Yeah, yeah. Blue Lagoon. Blue you, Lagoon. You drink okay. that shit. That's, yeah, that's okay. fair. That's yeah. fair. But... Here's my here's another problem though. But the point is that song, okay? It's yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how much I like Pina Coladas, I cannot approve of that song, and I think I know what you're about to say, but do say it. Well, okay. There's a lot going on with that song. I was just gonna say before we go any further, I'm not into yoga, but I find it puzzling that that he thinks that's a deal breaker. I if if I was dating a nice lady who was into yoga, yeah. I wouldn't say get the hell out of here because you're into yoga. That's fine. Yeah, like what you like. You I know. mean, like don't don't make me do it. Yeah, but like if I ask to do it, be supportive of how much I suck. Sure, you know <laughs> and, that's reasonable. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> It's going to come up if I wanted to come along, you know? And I mean, if she's really into yoga, again, that's fine, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Wear those pants around the house. I'm totally cool with that. But uh, it's not about the pants. <laughs> but uh, the point is that, again, in that song, the, the ad that says, if you're not into yoga, yeah. is the ad that he reads. Somebody who who is not into yoga <laughs> wants to find someone else who's not into yoga, which he already isn't. No, he writes that ad, and then his wife reads it, but she doesn't know that he wrote it. No, because he the, he places the personal ad. No, the first verse is definitely he stumbles on the ad in the paper. No, 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 no. I just listened to this. <laughs> yeah, while his wife is sleeping, he wait. No, he writes the ad, and then he stumbles upon the response. Okay, I thought it was he stumbles on the ad and he writes the response. Do we have to pause this and listen to the Pina Colada song? We do. Let's just play it for everybody. Okay.
Okay, you were right. Yeah. In that, yes, yeah, she posted the first ad. Yeah, and then he posted a, re- a response to that ad. Yes. Doesn't doesn't reply to the paper and give give her a letter. He re- he posts an ad of his own and hopes that the person who posted the ad is reading the ads instead of waiting for replies. It's like an even slower version of Craigslist misconnections. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, is this what people did in this weird town? It's like, oh, I'm going to post an ad, see if anyone responds. Oh. I'll post an ad back. That's not how personal ads work. No, no, yeah. it's not. No, no. They have a little no, like numerical code. Yeah, call, yeah. Call you know, ask for this this box number. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, nobody ever did what this idiot does. Look, nobody. Okay, nobody is into champagne. Okay, because champagne is not an everyday kind of drink. 
right? Yeah. It's your it's your goofy, bubbly New Year's Eve drink, or yeah. or I just got a promotion kind of drink. And and frankly, I mean, there there aren't enough. Even if we apply the name champagne, yeah. to all varieties of sparkling wine, right? Because champagne technically is only one kind of of sparkling wine produced in that region. Blah. Which blah, someone blah. who's into champagne should fucking know, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not something that you can have a broad interest in. Well, yeah, I mean, like, beer or wine or scotch, you can be into scotch. There like, are scotch varieties. is complicated. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, you know, scotch goes back, you can get scotch that's hundreds of years old and crazy expensive. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, no one's into champagne. That is not anyone's everyday booze. No. 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 Like, like... Like, like, there's I mean, no the, sommelier of champagne. The 70s were... No, because champagne is lumped into all of their other work. Right. It's one tiny facet of what they do. It comes up, but it's not big enough to be the focus. No. You I know. mean, maybe in the 70s, like, that was what you did when you were fucking classy, because nothing was classy in the 70s. It's like but, fake classy. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. I don't think he's really into champagne. I don't think he is either. Yeah. It's like, what does he mean? He likes it? Oh, good for you, dummy. <laughs> But, but okay, let's also get down to what actually occurs in this song. Okay. Which is that this gentleman, if we can call him that, <laughs> he's a bit of a rake. Yeah. Uh, sees a personal ad and he's like, you know what? I am tired of this boring hedgehog of a cow of a wife that I've got he here. He is openly and- disparaging his wife in the opening, yeah. you know, verse. And here's the thing. A worn-out recording of a favorite song... Okay, I can understand from a certain point of view because I'm tired of listening to Gognum Style right now. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't like the song anymore, but I'm yeah. tired of hearing it everywhere. What he means is like, you know, uh, oh, hey, it's still got all the stuff that I like. Yeah. But, you know, he's talking about a record where you know, right. it's still got the song you like. But it's scratched up, and it doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Because, you know, you're getting old. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. You dumb whore. Sigh is not the same thing as your life partner. Yeah. Okay? That's it's just not a fair comparison. He is a monster. This yeah. guy, not Sai. Oh, he's, he's, he's a douche canoe before he even picks up the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, he sees this ad. He's like, oh, yeah, I would like to cheat on my wife. Let's... let's Get this going. Yeah. And so he's a horrible guy who does this, and he posts another ad, mm-hmm. okay, and, and, and not a letter again, and he posts another ad, and he's just like, hey, you know, I like all this stuff too. Come meet me at this bar. <laughs> a bar that he knows where it is. <laughs> I know where a lot of bars are. Well, what I'm saying is... Yeah. If you know... I know where most of those bars are too because I've met you. Yes. So if you're, if you know where bars are, chances are anyone you're, you know, dating or married to. Uh huh. Probably, even if they don't know the exact location. I mean, unless he picked like one bar that like they would never go to. Oh yeah. Cause like, I like to think of O'Malley's as like Patty's Pub from Always Sunny. Like it's this weird dive. Like, on a back street, and there's just this handful of crazy assholes who hang out there all the time, but it's not a popular or classy joint. Okay. Yeah. And then he walks into this dive, and he asks D for a champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that... That is actually both plausible for this song and for that show. Right. (laughs) Or a pina colada. 
Yeah. They wouldn't serve him either way, but... Uh, That's a fair point. Like, yeah, and, 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 and I don't know how often this point has been brought up, but we haven't covered it yet. How do you not know whether or not your husband or wife likes pina coladas? Has, have they never been a posi- in a position to order them? He says in the last verse, I never knew. About any of this shit. Yeah. About pina coladas, about getting caught in the rain. Are you saying the two of you <laughs> have never, ever been on your way somewhere and it started raining? It's like, where the fuck do they live? Death Valley? It, it, it's possible, I guess. Uh, does anyone live in Death Valley? Well, to a point, we I call that living. Turtles there. Yeah. <laughs> tortoises, but yeah. Well, yeah, tortoises yeah. And, and cacti. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, but, but again, it's, it's like... like it, it will, even if you're not in... Maybe you're not in Seattle, but it yeah. pretty much rains everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and if you're in Death Valley, where is this mythical cape? That's a damn good point. <laughs> I mean, there's dunes in Death Valley... There's dunes in in Dune, okay? There's no fucking water. There is literally nowhere on the earth where there is a coastline where you can go to the Cape where there is not consistent rainfall. Yeah. So right there, impossible. Exactly. At least nowhere where it's safe to make love. Perhaps in Alaska, for example, there's a cape where it's always frozen over or something. Well, it still snows there. Well, it snows. It doesn't rain, and you shouldn't fuck in it. Yeah. You'll die. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but the point is... It's like, why do you not know what your wife likes to drink? I mean, like, do you live near a cape? Is this something you've actually done? Is that, I mean, like, the, the, the letter seemed to mention it. Mm-hmm. The cape, not a cape. That's a good point. Or a specific cape, which means you presumably live near one, which is is near enough that when somebody says we're going down to the cape, they always mean that one unless otherwise specified. You must have a cape in mind. Yeah, which means your wife has never said to you, hey, honey, you know what would be a great vacation is we go to the cape. And, and you, in your head, according to this song, are thinking, this would be a good place to fuck you. But instead you say, <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is the story that we are asked to believe. Look, you don't just want to tell any random stranger, like, when you're naming locations of the world, yeah, I'd really like to fuck someone there someday. That's not how to have a polite conversation. The only time that... There's two times that's appropriate. A prostitute, when yeah. you're making negotiations, or your actual sexual life partner. Yeah. Okay? I.e., in this case, your wife. Or whatever you know, she is. It's, it's, the person you're fucking is probably the only person that it's okay to tell them, I would like to fuck there. Yeah. 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 And, and so clearly they live somewhere close to this cape. Sure. They have never gone there and had sex, or they did it once and then never again, even though they both clearly liked it. Sure. Or, alternatively to that. But he says, I never knew that you liked that. That's true. So, so maybe that what they did it, and then she came home and was like, "Oh man, I've got a, a society has a lot of expectations on me to feel dirty about this, so I better pretend I hated it." In which case, your relationship is very unhealthy. Absolutely, this is a this was. We know I it's mean, a, <laughs> it's not a great relationship to begin with. In yeah. that they are both attempting to cheat on each other. They absolutely are. And now, who's to say this is the first time? There's no way it can't be the first time. I mean, he. Look, 
She initiates. She she deals the first blow by posting the first ad. Well, how do we know that's the first ad? Well, it's the first ad mention of the song, but exactly. It's she the first ad he sees. She could have been trolling cock for years. Yeah. 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 She could be the scourge of that newspaper. Exactly. She, <laughs> now, we don't... We get the implication that the, the protagonist of the song, this is the first time he's answered an ad like that. Yeah. You know, he's having doubts. Yeah, he's like, oh, man... Uh, my lady just seems so detached, almost like she's been having sex with a parade of more interesting men. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not happening, but I think I'm going to cheat on her. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when they get there, right? Yeah. They, they both get to O'Malley's. It's like, oh, hey, oh, hi. So I was just, and you were, oh, huh. Where we will plan our escape. He's not coming back from yeah. O'Malley's. Did, he, they're going to O'Malley's and then going to the airport, okay? Did they both walk in with suitcases? I assume so. <laughs> and, like, each one was so wrapped up in their own packing that they didn't notice half the closet was gone? I guess. Somebody must have packed first. Yeah. She's apparently a heavy sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, like, maybe that's what the case, what it is. Maybe he was going to leave her and any children they might have. <laughs> children are never mentioned in this song. Children are never not mentioned in this song. That's a fair point. Well, they are not mentioned, but they're, they're never explicitly denied. Were they both trying to stick each other with little Connor? I assume so. <laughs> that's... Think of that. Think of that. If they had both done it, if they had both gone through with the plan, that's Connor's house now. That's Or, yeah, well, let's say it was two different people. Like, this was the most coincidental of days for this couple. Then that kid is just there. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. If it's a risky business situation, then boom, he can start a brothel. Yeah. But if he's a little kid... Then that babysitter is fucked. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh, God, where's the emergency number for Grandma? Yeah. No, because, like, if you're the babysitter who gets left alone with a kid for way longer than you were told... Yeah. That's how zombie apocalypses start. At the very least. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the situation you're always in when it begins. <laughs> well, or you're handcuffed, or whatever, you know. So it's, it's a handful of tropes. Uh, <laughs> It's nothing good. No. No. There's no. nothing good going on in that song. No. It, well, exactly. I mean, and and so clearly they have so many mutual interests which they have never talked about. I don't know how that never comes up. And these are and these, these are, are focal points. These are people who have been together long enough yeah. to at least share a bed on a regular enough basis that she can just go to sleep and he will stay up and read the paper. Sharing the bed is not a special occasion. It's not we have to have sex. Yeah. She is asleep. He's reading the newspaper like an old fucking man. They are okay. clearly cohabitating. And, and probably, or at the very least, if they do still have separate places, yeah. one or the other of them never uses it, and they are just blowing money on that rent. Right. Yeah. Unless he's some, like, really fucked up serial monogamist who's, yeah. like, you know, jumping from place to place all the time. Yeah. It's like, you have to be with someone for a while before you can... Refer to them as a worn-out recording. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're at least looking at, I'd say, a bare minimum of six months and probably much longer. And I want to point that out. Worn-out recording of a favorite song. Your average song lasts three to five minutes. 
This implies, if we're really digging in the subtext, oh, for she sake. says the same shit over and over again. Like, only has a, 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 a very slight range of topics she's interested enough in to bring up over and over again. Yeah. So if she's only got a few interests, what, getting caught in the rain never comes up? Yeah. It's like one of three things she loves. Well, yeah. But that's like when you meet someone yeah. and it you're not sure how compatible... This is what's going to happen to them now, okay? Okay. It's like when you meet someone and you're not entirely sure how compatible you are. You're not really feeling it. Yeah. But then it's like, oh my God, we both love Bob Dylan. And so you stick with it even though the only thing you have to talk about is Bob Dylan... And then after a while, it's like, do we have anything else to talk about? That's, and that's yeah. going to be what Pina Coladas is for these two. Wow. And the thing is, like, I feel like, okay, they've both got a, the same interests, but a very narrow number of interests. If they're only going after those, yeah. then it's, it's the worst case of serial monogamy, where you keep dating the same person that's wrong for you over and over. Yeah. Like, it's not just having a type. It's having, like, a, a bad pattern. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, we, uh, these are the things that I require in a partner, none of which are met by my current partner. Pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, not into yoga, has half a brain, etc. Right. And, again, uh, apparently believed that, that, that her husband wasn't... Be- this means, by the way, that she thought he was stupid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably dating a guy that's just like her father. Over and over. Probably. Yeah. I bet her father liked fucking in the cave. That's probably how she was conceived. Probably. It's a stretch, but we'll go with it. But what I'm saying is even if he, even if she didn't think he was stupid, mm-hmm. that I guess means that that's the only of those requirements that she knew he met, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, well, he's not an idiot, but, oh my god, I can never order the drinks I want. No, and he I... will never order the same drink as me. I just think a man drinking a pina colada looks so sexy with that foamy white mustache on his face, you know, and I just, I don't have it in my life right now. Yeah. And you could have had it. You even, I mean, it's... it's because he never stops talking about the champagne. It's not like she's asking him, you know, can I use a strap-on on you? You know, <laughs> it, it's saying, hey, honey... I'm going to make you a pina colada if you don't like it. We don't have to have it again. This is not a risky thing to test the waters for. In no way is a beverage crucial. Yeah. she's not. It's not even like a you drink too much kind of thing. No. It's I want you to drink a very slightly different thing. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, like, if you, if you would like to be with someone who enjoys a particular kind of beverage... Yeah. You can say, hey, honey, I'm going to make a couple of these... Tell me if you think they're good. This is not a risky proposition. This isn't her saying, I'd like to have a three-way with another dude. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, he... If she even brings that up, that could be, you know, the end of the relationship. Yeah. You know, he could get really freaked out and all gay panicky and stuff. Yeah, no, there are proposals. You get into, like, a Chasing Amy situation. Yeah. You bring up the wrong thing and it just makes everything creepy. Exactly. Yeah. This is a pina colada. It's nothing. It's nothing. She can say, hey, honey, would you like one of these? And he'll taste it and he'll be like, damn, that's good. You know why he'll say that? Because it's fucking good. Yeah. Or maybe he'll say, eh, it's okay, but not for me. Yeah. That's fine, too. Yeah, because she can still drink them. Yeah. You know, it's like, maybe she loves it. And, you know, I mean, like, I've had tons of things like that, you know? (laughs) I've had tons of things that I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, but other people like. And so, you know who orders them? Other people. 
Absolutely. Yeah. The, the pina colada industry does not hinge on this shit. No. And the other thing, this entire thing is clearly a smokescreen. They're lying to each other and they're lying to themselves. This is not a happy ending, okay? It's it's because when when they realize who the other party is, yeah, both of them have to be thinking, you know, beneath what they're saying. A, I caught you, and B, you caught me. Yes, they're both at fault, yeah. and they're both they're both simultaneously in the wrong and in the right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you posted an ad uh, trolling for for penis there. And she's like, yeah, I sure did. And then you were, you picked up those ads and you were like, I am gonna find me someone to bone. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So there's, it's, yeah. It, it's like two thieves break into someone's house, catch each other thieving, and then shoot each other. Yeah. I guess. That's not or, a perfect analogy. Fuck shoot each other. They get in an argument about which one gets to steal the shit. <laughs> It's like calling the cops because someone steals your cocaine. It's like <laughs> <laughs> these are terrible people. Yes. Okay. And I, the thing is, I get why either of them would want to escape the other because they're both awful. Yeah. But escaping together solves nothing. No. No. I mean, oh hey, we're gonna be able to order pina colada from now on. <laughs> If it starts raining on the way to the Pina Colada bar, which I assume is a real thing in the 70s, I don't know. It's called uh, O'Malley's. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, you know, the, the classic Irish drink, the Pina Colada. Yeah, that's yeah. all they sell. They, they make a really good Pina Colada, and they have good champagne. That's yeah. all they sell. Those are, of course, the quintessential <laughs> Irish pub uh, beverages. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guinness, what's that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Uh, <laughs> 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 so when they're on their oh, way- that fancy whiskey line. How about some champagne? I think that's Welsh, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Well, the point is, on their way to the Pina Colada bar, if it starts raining, they're not going to necessarily feel the need to hustle along anymore. Yeah. They can take their time. They won't complain about it. They get to, you know, it's like, you know what would be great? If we, you know, could go up to the Cape and do it in the rain, in the Cape, in the muddy sand and the fish stink. You know? It's a- <laughs> God, these people suck. I hate them. I hate everyone in the Pina Colada song. They deserve each other. Yes. <laughs> Fuck those two. I hope when they're a hundred, they're still married and still cheating on each other. <laughs> I do too. I hope, yeah, I hope they both live a long, long time. I hope this they're is one of those couples who've been married for 75 fucking years. Absolutely. This is actually a cautionary tale. He's, 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 he's putting these people up. So that we can dissect them and learn from their mistakes. I think we've done that. Excellent. I think we've dissected them more than anyone ever has. I think we've all learned a lot here. I think we chose one hell of an adventure today. Absolutely. An adventure down to the Cape where we caught two horrible people doing it. Yeah. And you know what their punishment was? We left them together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When they get to hell, it's just going to be their house and their life. (laughs) <laughs> it's a Sartre play. Yeah. Yeah. This is a song. I didn't realize this. Rupert Holmes is the Jean-Paul Sartre of the 1980s. Yeah. He's a genius. Good for him. Good for you, <laughs> Rupert Holmes. You do have a cool name. I like that name, Rupert Holmes. It's, it's solid. It's, it's a solid name. Like, I, I would trust him if he was a private dick. Yeah, but he's not. He's the guy who wrote the Pina Colada song and uh, uh, Timothy, which is a song about eating your friend. You fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a joke. It, oh, yeah. The guy dies and you eat him at the end. It's <laughs> if that song's never been in a zombie movie, then someone's fucked up. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, until next week. All right. Have a good breakfast, everybody. Happy 100 episodes. Put that song in the zombie movie, because you're going to make them anyway. You yeah. Know, you're just going to keep making that shit. Put Timothy in one. Absolutely. All right. All right. Until next week, do that. And drink a pina colada, because they're still good, song or no song. But only if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Have a good breakfast. Bye. It's just adultery. This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.